Welcome to Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean, Living the Challenge. Our program is designed to offer solutions to those individuals with exceptional needs, plus families, professionals, and educators. Dr. Sean and his guests will share ideas that you can begin using immediately in order to promote a harmonious relationship and move forward. Now, here is your host, Dr. Sean Surface. Well, hello, I'm Voice America listeners, so happy to have you with me this morning and or whatever time of the day you're listening and a very happy new year to you, 2021. It has definitely started off with a bang uh, and I believe that, you know, it's one of the things that happens is it seems like people go into the new year and they kind of have this mentality that things are just going to be better because it's a new start. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Everybody complained about 2020. Everybody said it was the worst, it was the hardest, it was the most difficult year ever. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, it was for us professionally. It was for us personally. Um and as a community, and as a nation, we suffered. But one of the things about this thing of challenges and difficulties is that we, you know, we got through it. I don't, I don't know how else to, to say it. Yeah, I wanted 2020 to end, but I was really proud of how well people did throughout 2020. How many accommodations we made, how many adaptions we made for school, for grocery shopping, for interactions with their family. You know, technology grew. Um, You know, we've got our 90-year-old parents and grandparents on Zoom and being able to do video conferencing, things that they could never do before. So... When the challenges come, we've talked a lot on the show about psychological flexibility and this kind of ability to go with the the flow. And I believe that as a society, as a whole, we demonstrated pretty good psychological flexibility. There were definitely times where it became near enough unbearable. And I have to give a shout out to my own organization, Total Programs, for the amazing work that they have done with our families living with children with developmental disabilities and autism and various other challenging exceptionalities. They were able to assist families through telehealth, through Phone calls, uh, face-to-face, our staff and families both trusted each other to stay healthy while away from each other and not to interact with a lot of people so that they could continue to provide help. So it's really, you know, they say, and I said this earlier this morning, 
that your attitude sets your altitude. It, it's it's how you approach it, and it's how you're going to approach 2021. That's going to make it or break it for you. I know that sometimes we are kind of set in how we deal with challenges. And at times, it may be productive in our head, not necessarily truly productive, but productive in our mind that we perseverate on or fixate or keep thinking about our challenges and how hard everything is rather than seeing the supports that are going on around us. There are many of us that kind of go into this mode of thinking about how tough things are and how difficult things are and feeling punished either self-punished or punished by a bigger being out there and not able to see some of the successes that you are accomplishing. But, you know, I'm, you know, in my fifth decade of life and I'm still learning all the time of how to react to certain things, understanding that certain people have a certain way of going about problem solving and sometimes it's healthy for them and sometimes it's not. But what I have learned in my fifth decade is that somebody else's problems are not my own unless I've caused them, unless I've had a direct, uh, become a direct variable in some way. And that's usually not the case. Psychologists work with people that, you know, usually are dealing with various issues. And one of the things that I have found, and I, it was kind of validated by a psychologist, a, a British psychologist by the name of Jordan Peterson, is that it's really beyond challenging, beyond difficult. There's not really the exact word for it. To solve a client's problem for them. You're taught in school that that's not your goal. Most people realize the therapist is not there to resolve your issue. But even knowing what direction to go in with a client and whether or not you're going to provoke, promote progress or promote regression in your discussion, the thing is, is that people's problems are not because they're depressed, not because they're have anxiety, not because they're schizophrenic. 
It's because their lives are complex. And we seem to do okay as we're building up our lives. And sometimes at an early age, things become too complex. Things become overwhelming for us because we have more responsibilities than we should have as a child. That usually comes down to a parent who's not functioning well and the child has to almost take over as a parent themselves. But usually your life is less complex when you're young and you can deal with various ups and downs easier because you also have a fallback of a parent that you can go to. As your life increases, as things grow and you start developing new relationships, new interactions, new interests, new careers, new things, your life becomes more complex. And it's a complexity that overwhelms the system. It's the complexity that after a while, you just can't work through it anymore. And that's when some shut down, which we might call depression, some escape or avoid, which is a little different than shutting down. It's just not paying attention to that thing that's in your mind. And that could be more anxiety-based. But what I want to talk a little bit about today is, like, isn't there a way that one could have some type of guidance to how they want to approach things? And some years back on the show, I talked about the Optimist Creed, and I'd like to get into that again today. Uh, It's a life philosophy. It's a way of guiding how you interact with others and also how you interact with yourself. I think it's really difficult to set a quote-unquote New Year's goal without having some kind of blueprint or guidance or outline of how you want to approach things. And optimism, yeah, People think of being optimistic as being happy and friendly. And and I want to take it a little bit further. I want to look at optimism as an area of positive psychology. And positive psychology is, is not about being happy and being joyful and everything is great and positive and going your way. The word positive in behavioral science means to add something. 
And so it's to bring something into your life that's going to be supportive of you in some way. Because when life gets difficult, when life gets complex, how do you work with that? Bring it down to a more simple level and something that can maybe guide you. And so I I look forward to, we have our first break coming up and I look forward to sharing the thoughts with you about the Optimist Creed that were originally created by Christian Larson back in the early uh, 20th century. And um, so when we get back from the break, we'll get into the Optimist Creed and talk a little bit about what optimism really is and what it can be for you in your life. So we'll be back in a little bit. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life has its joys and challenges. At Total Programs, we can assist you with the challenges and show you that solutions are possible when good strategies are put into place. At Total Programs, we understand how difficult your day can be. And our goal is to assist your family in having the supportive, safe, and successful environment where love and joy can reign. We can design programs and strategies to bring you the success, safety, and support that you desire for your home, school, and community. Call 1-866-54-TUTOR or visit TotalPrograms.org. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean, Living the Challenge. We'd love to encourage your participation in the program. Call into 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to seanservice at totalprograms.org. Now, back to this week's show. Well, welcome back, and I hope you were able to get yourself a little cup of coffee, or maybe it's the evening, a glass of wine, or maybe it's the morning, a glass of wine. I don't know. Different strokes for different folks, but uh, we are talking about the new year. We're talking about the idea of optimism and how you approach things in your life when difficulties arise, because they will, and they always do. There's not a point in life where things stop getting difficult. But how you look at it, how you believe that it's part of you, words, things that are said to you that bother you, are they words or are they really you? Things that happen to you, do they happen because you're a bad person or do they happen because of a number of circumstances that connected and resulted in that outcome? 
you know, there's something that's called uh, relational framework theory. And it's about words and how words, excuse me, relate to thoughts. And like, you know, I may say like the word orange. And I don't know what the first thing that popped into your head was. It might have been the color. It might have been a piece of fruit. When I say the word orange, the first thing that pops into my head is my grandmother peeling an orange. Because she would always peel, and I can smell it right now, even when I say it. And words trigger thoughts. And too often, we focus on the words that trigger thoughts that we'd rather not have. Self-deprecations and bad feelings, feelings of ineptitude, like, I can't get this done, I can't do this. Somebody said I was bad, therefore I must be bad at everything, and everybody must think that. Somebody said, you know, I had done better than this or that wouldn't have happened, so I'm the cause of this or that. These kind of thoughts bring so much challenge to one's life that it becomes overwhelming, and then we tend to want to move away and avoid it. And that avoidance uh, can turn into what we call depression, what we call anxiety, because you got to label it, got to have some name for how we're feeling, but we also can have Different words in our mindset. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's called the Optimist Creed, and it was created by a guy named Christian Larson. And Christian Larson was known as what's called a new thought leader, uh, which is a pretty cool concept because, in its title alone, it gives you an idea about learning something new. And I want to take the time, and I want you to be able to listen to what we're discussing and take from it that ability to improve your life. You know, your life is strong, your life is good, and oftentimes we have to remind ourselves of that. Today I want to discuss Christian's or or Larson's uh, uh, Optimist Creed. And the Optimist Creed was created as a way of guiding oneself towards a more positive existence. Now, positive. You hear that, you think of, and specifically in like positive psychology, you may think of, oh, things are good, things are great, things are going my way, they're positive. It's not really the way the word is defined. Um, And as I said earlier in the show, the word is really defined by positive meaning to add something. So what can you add to your life that's going to 
make it more socially valid for you. And when we talk social validity, we're talking about what, what is it in life that makes life good for you? Makes you excited to exist. Motivated to interact with others. Enjoy going to that four-letter word, work. How can you approach something and have certain belief systems going on in your head that you will hold as a value for yourself so that you can feel committed towards a specific action in your life, whatever that is. So I'd like to read the creed to you, and then we'll discuss a little bit more. The Optimist Creed by Christian Larson. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Promise yourself to talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. Promise yourself to make all your friends feel that there is something in them. Promise yourself to look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. Promise yourself to think only the best, to work only the best, and to expect only the best. Promise yourself to be as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. Promise yourself to forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. Promise yourself to wear a cheerful countenance at all time and give every living creature you meet a smile. Promise yourself to give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. Promise yourself to be too large for worry, too noble for anger, and too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. The Optimist Creed. Whoa, right? It's like, really? I can do all those things? I think so. I think we have to start by having an open mind to what these sentences mean. And let's just start with the first part. Promise yourself. Now, I remember talking about this some three years ago. That a promise, of course, is an agreement that you make to hold to something. And yeah, there are a lot of times where we can't hold that promise with another person. But my golly, if you're going to make a promise to yourself... you are always going to be there to 
monitor whether or not that holds true or not. So somebody else may or may not know whether or not your promise is holding true. But when you make one to yourself, that sits with you. So the idea that Larson has here with promise yourself is you've got to have the faith inside of you to know that you can accomplish this and that the promise itself becomes the strength and the energy to accomplish it. Because there's a lot of strength behind a promise. When somebody breaks a promise, they feel really bad. They feel uh, uh, as if they have um, turned against that person. They feel that their integrity is questioned, that their ethics are questioned. So that promise holds a lot. And it holds a lot in regards to how you will or will not follow through. And one of the things that most of us have found is that when we're afraid to do something or we have difficulty doing something, that when we get through it, it's so much better than we ever thought it would be, whatever it is. But when you don't follow through on that thing, you feel worse than probably you would have been if you had just tried and not done so well. I love that saying and that thought, be bold enough to suck at something. It's a biggie. It's like, really? I'm supposed to spend my energy sucking at something? Ah, but maybe you won't. And maybe it'll, the, the turnout will possibly be better than you thought because you went into it with the right energy. And that promise in itself could be your, the energy source that you need to try and do these nine, ten things that Larson discuss. I want to go through each one of them and discuss, and in my own opinion, how I believe that it can or cannot be accomplished. There are, are optimist clubs that you can join and they work on this uh, and they work on various things throughout the community. They, you know, they raise funds, they do projects, they do all sorts of things. They back and sponsor athletic teams for kids, and that's Optimus International. So it is a organization that you can look up and they can uh, provide not only uh, uh, supports, but that collegial kind of 
connection that you get when other people are working on something similar. So I believe that we're at our next break time and having a little trouble with our communication, but um, we will uh, be back in a couple minutes and I'm going to continue to go through some of the Optimus Creed. So be back in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life has its joys and challenges. At Total Programs, we can assist you with the challenges and show you that solutions are possible when good strategies are put into place. At Total Programs, we understand how difficult your day can be. And our goal is to assist your family in having a supportive, safe, and successful environment where love and joy can reign. We can design programs and strategies to bring you the success, safety, and support that you desire for your home, school, and community. Call 1-866-54-TUTOR or visit TotalPrograms.org. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean, Living the Challenge. We'd love to encourage your participation in the program. Call into 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to seansurface at totalprograms.org. Now, back to this week's show. Well, I'm sorry you caught me in the middle of drinking my coffee. Welcome back. Um, I we've been discussing the idea of optimism and specifically looking at a guiding tool to bring optimism into our life even in a stronger way. And you may be you may be very optimistic, which means that you always see that there could be the possibility for a better situation or that a better situation is coming. Uh, let's. Optimism is an attitude reflecting a belief or hope that the outcome of something specific, an endeavor, or outcomes in general will be positive, favorable, and desirable. So, like when we say the glass is half full, does that mean that if it's at the halfway point, the pessimist would say that it's only halfway? The optimist would say... Well, we've gotten half of the way there, and we have the other half to come. So, specifically, I was talking about the Optimist Creed, and I want to go through the different uh, promises. And I was talking before the break about promises that we make to ourselves, which are really promises that you can really never break. Because even if you do break it and don't do it, you're still going to hold it inside yourself. 
you're still going to hold that thought as something that more than likely wish that you had fulfilled and kept that promise because promises again are pretty strong so the first one is promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind but what does that mean so strong you know it's like my brother-in-law just had you know major open heart surgery two weeks ago and was struggling and that was very disturbing and very upsetting so should I have not been disturbed by that? I think what it looks at when we look at strong is when things start to, like with, let's say my brother-in-law, what is the thing that would weaken me? Well, the belief that he would not do well. So if he started to struggle, which he had several times where he was struggling, my concern or my head went to, would try to go to the negative, the, oh, he's gonna, not going to make it, he's not going to get better. But then what I really tried to do was shift that to, well, he was talking on the phone today, so that's a good sign. Uh, his uh, heart itself, even though he has some other issues, seems to be doing really well. Uh, there, those other issues, like he was having some tummy problems, they're fixing that. The hard part for me was... I wanted my sister to be okay. So in an attempt to make her okay, I had to let her make statements and say things even though they may have been anxious or concerning or showing signs of, of great upsetness, which makes sense, that those words didn't need to shift the way I was thinking and that I could still think about how my brother-in-law's was healing and how things were getting better for him. So it didn't need to disturb my peace of mind unless I made the decision that unless my, my peace of mind is disturbed, I'm not going to do anything about anything. So unless I become uncomfortable, I'm not going to focus in on what is being said to me now what happens is we start to feel bad we start to take on the other person's concerns we start to also not be able to see things clearly and that is what disturbs the peace of mind 
how you are looking at something. So just like when we were talking earlier about 2020, yeah, 2020 was difficult and had all sorts of crazy challenges, but we worked through them and we continue to work through them. And we know in 2021 that we got through lots of different issues that will probably come up again in 2021 and we're going to use the same problem solving to do it. And that's going to keep us in a peace of mind. If we have, you know, one of the things that all of us have to do at times is various paperwork. And these, you know, things can take time and we start to get upset. Like a lot of people are going on unemployment right now or having to file for various things that are taking a long time to get through because government offices aren't open as much and people aren't tuning into things. So you can start to feel like people are working against you when in reality it's how you're looking at it. So if you take into account that, yes, many government offices are working slowly, that it is not necessarily a reflection of anything that you have done or could do, maybe then you don't look at it as the determiner of your happiness, of whether or not you're okay or not okay. You know, the whole world's against me. Nobody's helping me. Nobody's allowing me to do what I need to do. Those blocks, those those things that you put up, you're putting up in your head. So as you chose to focus on those things, you can also choose to look at what is actually happening and not what you're imagining. To be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Well, you might have, you will have times where you're feeling like your mind is not at peace. But then the reflection of that and going, wow, my head is really spinning right now. I've got so much on my mind. And it's really making me feel tired or it's really making me feel sickly, or it's really making me feel like I don't want to do this anymore. Those reflections themselves are so helpful because it puts you back into the present and you can say, okay, but right now I am working through this. And one of the ways that you'll find that you can keep your mind strong and at peace is to not take on everything yourself. So if you find that you are the main plate spinner and you're just trying to keep all these plate plates spinning, maybe it's time to share the experience. So how do you do that? How do you get people to want to help you or want to support you? Well, I like Larson's second point, which is to talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet 
<coughs> and excuse me, what does that mean? It means pay attention to them. Pay attention to other people too. Don't go up to people and start telling them all your woes and all your problems before you ask them a little bit about themselves. How are you feeling? Are, is your business going well? It's so good to hear that things are going okay for you. I'm very happy to be with you. Because when we immediately jump on somebody to try and problem solve things for us by telling them about all of our issues, by telling them about all of our concerns, they tend to want to back off. But if the first thing that comes out of you is your desire to know about them, that desire to support, connect, interact, it's going to be much stronger because we've all had that experience where somebody comes to us and just immediately you go, Hey, how are you doing? And they just, I mean, you could even be walking down the street, taking a walk around the block and you see a neighbor and you go, Hey, how are you? Just expecting a wave and a, Oh, I'm doing okay. And they just lay out every problem that they've had. And you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? And so all you want to do is walk away. And that's what people will want. If you approach them in such a way that you're not tuning into who they are. So to talk about their health, happiness, and prosperity first is very likely to bring you that connection that you really want. And it's really likely to bring you the support that you desire so that you can have your own peace of mind too. Because the third one is to make all your friends feel that there's something in them. And that's what we're talking about here. It's like, are you spending your time in the majority talking about your own issues or do you really and truly want to gather information about how your friends or others are doing and make them feel strong. Make them feel like what they're doing is purposeful. So think about that for a couple minutes. We're just about on another break and we will come back and discuss this idea a little bit more about how to bring others into your life to be able to fulfill some of these promises we're talking about. Back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life has its joys and challenges. At Total Programs, we can assist you with the challenges and show you that solutions are possible when good strategies are put into place. At Total Programs, we understand how difficult your day can be. And our goal is to assist your family in having a supportive, safe, and successful environment where love and joy can reign. We can design programs and strategies to bring you the success, safety, and support that you desire for your home, school, and community. Call 1-866-54-TUTOR or visit TotalPrograms.org. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now. To showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event, visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean, Living the Challenge. We'd love to encourage your participation in the program. Call into 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to seansurface at totalprograms.org. Now, back to this week's show. Well... Welcome back, Voice America listeners. And been talking this morning about optimism. And specifically, I've been looking at something that's called the Optimist Creed. And I've been going through some of the. Oops, sorry. Some of the uh, content. So. The last thing that we were talking about was to talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. And what does that mean? Take into account their lives. Before you jump on them about all your woes and all your issues, take into account what they might be going through. And to make a assumption that they also have things that they're dealing with in their life and but they seem to maybe have approached you with a smile and with a, a a good interaction well your ability 
to stay focused and have quote unquote peace of mind and not let things disturb you as much is to know that others are also working through some of the same challenges. It's called universalism. And so if that's the case, then maybe then we know that the best way to get support from somebody else is to actually make them feel that there's something in them. So the third creed is to promise yourself to make all your friends feel that there's something in them. And you do that by asking them about what's going on in their lives. The next uh, creed is to look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. Now, that also is could be very challenging, right? It's like, really? I'm supposed to make everything sunny and everything happy, happy? I just can't imagine that I can do that. It's not what he's talking about. If you want to have positive support in your life from others, if you want to have positive support from your own mindset, don't believe that you have to be the downtrodden person to get the support. People will assist you. People will help you when you're downtrodden and you don't feel good about yourself and you're upset. They'll help you out. But if that's the way you always are and you believe that that's the only way that you can get the help that you need, you're going to burn people. You're going to burn people out on you. And it's exhausting to always be miserable. So maybe just the fact that you got to interact with a friend, you got to see somebody and talk with them, that's the thing, that's the sunlight. That you had a couple minutes. Maybe you need to do a meditation for five minutes, which allows you just to have that time for yourself to think about how things could be for yourself. Because then you start in the next creed, which is to only think of the best, to only work the best, and only expect the best. Just just start with yourself. Just do the best you can. Do the work that you enjoy doing as much as you can. And expect only that you're going to try and do your best, and not that there's going to be failure. Because failure may come. But, as I said earlier in the show, when you attempt something that was scary and you do it, you feel so good. You have so much energy from that. Look around you. Look at other people's successes. And be so happy for them. Because... You're going to feel joy, for one, and secondly, 
they are going to feel good about themselves to the point where they're probably going to reciprocate and let you know the positives they think of you. It's so easy for us to keep our heads in the past and only think about all those failures. But if you say to yourself, there is nothing that can change the past. I have no time machine. And instead, you say, okay, I'm going to look towards what we're going to accomplish in the future. That is motivation. And some of that motivation may come from that earlier promise. You know, he talks about wearing a cheerful countenance on your face at all times. Well, that's hard. But, you know, I have tried over the last year to do this, to just smile when I first interact with people, when they first see me, to have a smile on my face, to know that they don't have to concern themselves about me to begin with, that all they have to do is think about themselves. I want, I have so many different things that I'm working on for myself that I really don't criticize others any longer because I don't walk in their shoes. So I don't know how their life is led. I only know how to lead my own. And that's when he talks about give yourself so much time for improvement of yourself that you don't have time to criticize other people. The last one is to be too large for worry, too noble for anger, and too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. Well, you're going to have issues that come up in your life, no doubt. But future thinking is also not really possible. You can plan, you can create goals, you can have committed actions that you're working towards, but so many variables come into place that you can't always control what your future is. But you can look at what's going on now in front of you and be appreciative of your successes. And that's what this show is about. It's about... I'm sorry. It's about making sure that your successes are validated and that your challenges are secondary to your success. So know that your successes are important to you and that when we talk again, we will bring more and more supports to your life. So thank you for meeting with or talking with me today or being with me today. And we'll see you again soon. Blessings to you all. so much for listening to solutions and strategies with dr sean living the challenge be sure to join us again next thursday at 11 a.m eastern time and 8 a.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel have a great week